We are the time haters. We traveled all the way back through time to call you a cracker. Salad episode 179. Ready, play a hate of one. <laughs> oh boy. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And today we are talking about our unpopular picks in popular culture. Oh boy, let the hate flow through you. And this it, is... it flowed. It flowed. This was one of the great times where we got tons of feedback. Got, Thank you, everybody. Oh yeah, we were going to pretty much spend the majority of our time, I think, on discussing the, uh, feedback, because yeah. yeah. there's a lot of tieback that we can all input in on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we all have our own thing. I think we all picked about like three to five, between three to five yeah, of our I own picks. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have stuff that we'll embellish on. But I gotta thank everybody. You're all getting name by name when I read your stuff. Yeah. Yay! So, um, I do want to start with um, our uh, our good uh, British shoulder angel, <laughs> M from at Verbal Diorama. Um, so when she was asked to put this, uh, she, she responded to me with, I feel like I'm going to get so much hate, but... (laughs) What opinions are for? Go for it. Blade Runner is totally overrated. Blade Runner 2049 is so much better. It seems you feel our work is not a benefit to the public. Replicants are like any other machine. They're either a benefit or a hazard. They're a benefit. It's not my problem. May I ask you a personal question? Sure. Have you ever retired a human by mistake? I can't vouch for Blade Runner 2049, but I agree. Blade Runner is terribly overrated. It's a boring-ass movie. The last, the last, the last time I saw it, I enjoyed. It. The first time I saw it was in college. It was the director's cut, so there's no voiceover to tell you what the fuck is going on. No, I'm fine and, with. And it was in college, so, like it was in the college like auditorium. So the sound quality sucked, so you couldn't even hear the people talking to understand what the fuck was going on. I, I, I think with Blade Runner, it's one of those movies that seems to be criticism proof. In a certain way, among the film intelligentsia. Yeah, good word. I know, right? That was a really good word. Yeah, I was reaching for that one. My I, was like, <laughs> good, good, good from tapioca brain. Yeah, yeah. I, but no, it's 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 one of those movies where the critics and you know the the hoi polloi of the movie world say, "Good oh, word." <laughs> Andy, you're breaking my train of thought. Sorry, yeah. right. go. I know that word from the Three Stooges. <laughs> It's one of those movies 
where the general consensus among the elite is it's a great movie, it deserves all the praise that it, it gets. Among the general audience, meh, kind of thing. There it's, is a... It's, 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 it, is, it is one of those movies that suffers from a, a heaping dose of rose-colored nostalgia. There is. I unapologetically love this movie. To me, this is one of the very few perfect movies. Uh, which, which version do you like? Um, I'm, I, I do the director's cut. Okay. I don't like... Harrison Ford sounds like he's well, on a bunch of, like, any histamines. Well, Andy, when you are a self-admitted the, film nerd. So. I am a self-admitted yeah. film nerd. They're, they're, and, like, they're like... Like ninety thousand versions of this movie. And even the yeah. final cut makes it, it's it's very difficult. There was actually a box set which I never bought because I just don't have that kind of money. It has every single cut available. Jesus. Yeah. I'm good, thanks. So if anybody has a copy, they want to mail me. DM me at uh, Geek Salad uh, Radio or Twitter um, and get my address because I'd like to watch them all, kind of. One after the other, after the other. I have, I do have the director's cut. I have the ultimate cut, but that's a, that's about it. Um, I haven't seen twenty forty nine, so I can't speak yeah. to it being yeah. better. I or think twenty forty nine is horribly boring, and that's just that was me watching it at home alone with a cell phone in front of me, and that's usually been my my litmus test. How fast do I pick up the phone? Yeah, uh, the movie's on. I'll play some more emoji blitz while I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'll say that the the original movie. The problem is that when something gets hyped up to you as being such a fantastic movie, and you watch it, your expectations are so high that if it doesn't even get close to that for you, it just sucks. Oh, we haven't even yeah. hit my list yet because there's yeah. a lot of that. You know, I had the same thing where everybody kept telling me that Buckaroo Bonsai was so amazing, and I saw it, and I'm like, this is really. Doesn't make any. Let, sense. Let's pull that off because that is on my list of things to talk about. Okay, so we'll talk about yeah. that later. But I like when I saw when I saw when I saw Blade Runner again a couple years ago at the the Sci Fi Movie Marathon. I thought, I liked it. Was it on a bigger but screen? It was on it was on a better screen. It oh. had actual you know it was played in an actual <laughs> movie theater. Oh okay. As opposed to like a glorified situation, you know, glorified watching this on a VCR in a giant right. auditorium with bad sound. But, so I could I could hear people, it was also like the original theatrical cut, so you got a little bit more sense of the the, the world yeah. and what was going on. I, I'd learned a lot more about it since, you know, the 20 years since I'd first seen it. I, I do need to go back and watch this on a larger, it's been about 10 years since I've watched this, and I've only had my big screen TV for about 10 years, <laughs> so I haven't watched it on the big screen TV in a while, so. I also got to watch it with a bunch of sci-fi movie nerds. Oh, okay. Because oh. it was at the sci-fi movie marathon, yeah. so we were all, like, nerding it up. And it was, it was, I did appreciate it more, the, the cell things, but it, it's still, there's some stuff, it was just like, why? So it was... It's okay, but yeah, I'd, I'd say that some some theater nerds, movie nerds, you know, <clears throat> Andy, yeah, and, yeah, and on all of the millions of, him, of of people like him, I do, and I'll get my Sunco story out of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew we were gonna get through. Okay, one, one there was only the only way you could get Blade Runner on VHS back when I worked there. This is mid to late nineties. You can only get the director's cut, and you can only get it on widescreen VHS. So I had people that refused to buy it, even though they claimed it was their favorite movie because they couldn't get it in full screen. So you, it's your favorite movie, but, but you don't yeah. want to see all of it. 
Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing from you right now? That was probably the version that they rented and showed at my college. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw this in film class in college as well, and it was it was full screen. It had the uh, the narration in it. I'm just like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and there was. But in terms of uh, 2049, it's just... It, it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. It earned the Oscars that it won primarily because there's a lot of love that went into that movie. 2049 earned Oscars? Like two or three Oscars, yeah. Well, I mean, you, w- you wouldn't expect that a non-beautiful movie from Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, that's right. true. That's true. He knows how to look, how to make movies look good. Yeah. So, uh, she does mention about this, by the way. She uh, attacked this on it after a couple of comments. I think my issue was that everyone was telling me it was the greatest sci-fi movie I've ever seen. So when I watched it, I was totally underwhelmed by it because everyone had hyped it up too much. I found BR 2049 to be so much more interesting and appealing. Which, it, you know, does really kind of fit that mold of people that didn't really care for Blade Runner. Yeah. Also, also, it just came out, and so it hasn't been hyped for 40 years. That's true. That's you true. Could, you could watch it as it was and, and ogle Ryan Gosling to your heart's content. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, M also brings up that Grease 2 is much more enjoyable than Grease and has better... Oh, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, no, whoa! Back no. that truck up yeah, here! Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. Um, I'll go oh, what did they put in the tea over there, Em? <laughs> Jesus! We need, if, if, whatever it is, ship it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will give you my address, Em. You DM me. So, uh... <laughs> anyway, no, I... Here's the thing with Grease, and I feel bad saying this because I had a lovely time my junior year of high school doing Grease. I fucking hate that musical in every iteration of it. Um, Grease 2 is just one of those things that ends up on things like Cinema Snob, uh, not Cinema Snob, yeah, Cinema Snob, and Musical Hell. Well, yeah! Because it just, it's derivative. It's just just bad! It's just it's like all of the songs essentially are are meant to be done with like that pelvic thrust motion oh, as God, they're singing stop. it. Well, oh, well, oh, well, up pelvic <laughs> thrust. <laughs> and I'm still convinced, by the way, that Greece is essentially all taking place the fever dream in Sandy's head because she drowned. And because, she's, dr- she's because, drowning. Is, because Danny was just too much of a fucking meathead to save her life. As he's like, she's trying to have sex with a practically dead body. Oh, you don't mind if I do this? I don't think CPR was a thing back in the 50s. Oh, God. Uh, well, I mean, on the plus side, Beast 2 does have Adrian Zemed. It does have the Zemed, doesn't it? Yeah. It one, does. One thing that always drives me crazy at like people that play themed, you know, themed shows, and they're like, we're going to do a 50s show, and they play stuff from Greece. And I'm like, this is 70s music. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it was, it, it's one of those music it is, it from about K, the 50s. It is K-Tel special. But yes. But we are we are watching Babylon 5 and Conway, who played Kaniki in the movie. Oh, Has God. a major role. He's a recurring character for a good long time. Oh, God. I remember him on Celebrity Rehab when that was like his only claim to fame. Someone told him like, put the drugs down. Hey, I was Kaniki. But it's, it's really fun watching, you know, he's trying, he's, he's doing, I mean, he's basically just doing the kinnicky, there's some move, like, he's got the same hair, oh, and he's God. doing the same thing with his mouth, and I was like, that, yep, there's kinnicky, right yep. there, you can tell. Ugh. Ugh. I was like, I remember he was from something, and they used to, he, you know, I was, oh yeah, yeah, you, from Greece. From Greece, and Taxi. Don't forget Taxi. Oh, that's right, he was in Taxi. Um, okay, another follow-up, yes. One thing yes. that both Greece and Greece 2 have going for them, Eddie Deason. 
That's true. Yay. <laughs> the day Eddie D's and died. Actually, the sad thing was my junior year of high school, I actually played Eugene. Yep. Go fig. Yeah, shocking. Oh, I, yep. remember, I remember you cursing because yep. we weren't allowed to touch the godly grease flats. That's right, yep. We weren't allowed to reuse those. Nope. Nobody could use those in anything that they did until the next musical because they were the godly grease flats and everybody oh, loved everybody. Tony, the director, so much. Yep. Screw All right, let's, let's move on. Screw so, you, Tony. CJ at M underscore Blade wrote, I think Halloween 1978 is stupid. What is? Halloween Halloween? Halloween? I disagree. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. How can it's, you know? a, it's, just, it's just old, it's 1978 slasher You gotta look at it in the context of its time. I mean, right. it was groundbreaking in 1978. With the passage of nearly 40 years... It's kind of cheesy, yeah. It's kind of cheesy. And do you think that maybe uh, CJ's coming from a place that most of us are coming from with a lot of this, where it's like, <coughs> you had everybody and their mother telling you, you've got to see this movie. Right. And then you watch it, and you're like... Really? Okay. Well, the thing, yeah, and, and the movies back then, especially horror movies, were meant to be seen once, screamed at once, and that was it. There was no VHS. There was no binge-watching parties. There was well, I mean, no you cable. The, you saw it the one time, right, I mean, and it I, only had to be good enough for one time. Right. I, mean, I, I saw it when I was like 10, 11 years old, and it scared the shit out of me. And was it did? It scared the shit out of all of us. I mean, 1983, 84, but that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it still holds up, actually. I've seen it fairly recently. It's still, I think it's still pretty, pretty creepy. I don't know. It's just well, it's still better than the Rob Zombie version, which I've never seen because I've heard it's not nearly as good. It's it's, don't, it's the don't, Michael Myers don't, don't, yeah, story. Don't, don't sully your eyes with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then finally from Twitter, um, from the Bingeables podcast. So, by the way, M um, is at Verbal Diorama. The Bingeables podcasts are both available wherever finer podcasts are downloaded and streamed. So please listen to both of them. They're both awesome. Cool. Um, I got this direct message from the Bingeables uh, this morning. I, uh, Chinlin, not Isaac, we want to be clear about that. Chinlin, <laughs> you're to blame for this, uh, has an unpopular popular cultural opinion. Here it goes. <sighs> mean Girls wasn't that good. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Please don't at me. <laughs> I, I I never watched Mean Girls. I've never so. seen Mean Girls. I've seen it. It's it, okay. It's okay. It's not what I, I don't get. But it's okay. It's, it's, it, I, I, no, I never seen it, but I understand it's a cultural phenomenon among a certain like gener- like millennials, late Gen X, late Gen Xers. Well, Tina Fey wrote it, so based on a based on a a, a, a nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what it is, and it's it's fine. It's good, but if I'm gonna go for a High school movie about girls being bullied. Easy A. Yeah. Easy A is really good. It is actually a good movie. But I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't use it as comparative to Mean Girls because I've never watched Mean Girls. Yeah. Okay. I've seen Mean Girls a couple times. It's not bad. That was Lindsay Lohan, right? Yeah, that's Lindsay Lohan. Okay. And, um, oh, Amanda Seyfried's in it. Yeah, <laughs> she's picking up es. She's she's like I can pick up your thoughts. It's like I'm watching. I've got ESPN or something. So we've got two mental breakdowns in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's Tina Fey is a brilliant writer. Oh, and uh, Bridget Murphy. One hand. 
No. Uh, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. No, Brittany Murphy. That's Clueless. No. no. Yep. See? Yep, exactly. They, they the, blend the, together. The, the high um, school movies run together. No, it's it's uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Right, right, right. She's in it. And then um, Lacey Chabert is the other mean girl. Jeez, so she didn't do more than um, just Party of Five. Yep, and wow. Family Guy, the first season of Family Guy. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. Yeah. She was the original she Meg the original before Meg, yeah. uh, they replaced her with Mila Kunis. <laughs> All right. Excuse you. Shall we move on to Facebook? Sure, yes. yes. All right. So, yes. Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, yeah. thank you so much. And now let's go to Facebook. Um, all right, so we have Brian Presley who writes, Unpopular Opinion. Power Rangers 95 was a good movie. I still enjoy watching it when it pops up on TV. It was fun. Wait a second. Did it look something like this? <laughs> Ew, gross. Too kind. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the galactically feared, globally reviled, universally despised. They call me Ivan Ooze. Well, pack your bags, because we're sending you right back where you came from. He, a teenager with a big mouth. Not much has changed in 6,000 years. You obviously don't know who you're dealing with, Mr. Raisinhead. Really? Yeah, we're the Power Rangers. Ooh, where's my autograph book? Ah. It was a fun movie. It wasn't a good movie, but it was a fun movie. It's it's funny to think that Ivan Ooze was Belloc. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I, I introduced my daughter to it this weekend. And I'm just watching it. It's like, God, he's so smooth and debonair. And then you go to Ivan Ooze. It's like, hey, you poor man's really Riddler slash Joker. I mean, he's, he's just kind of hamming it up as much as he can. And mm. I'm, sure he's ha- I'm sure he was having fun with it. Yeah, it's just go. You know, see the see the ceiling there. Go beyond it. Yeah, do whatever the hell you want. Would you like any special sauce on your scenery, Mister uh, Freeman? <laughs> yes. You know the the one thing I really remember from Power Rangers '95 was the song at the end. Yeah. I think it was J-pop. It was a J-pop band. Oh, I'm sure it was. Uh oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I. It's a, pro- it's, a thing. it's a product of its time. I mean, it was 1995, so mm. what, do you, what do you expect? And, and it, unlike like the recent Power Rangers movie, which tried to basically reinvent this series, this one was just taking, hey, this is what you saw on TV. Now it's got a little, slightly bigger budget, but it's exactly the same thing. It's the exact same thing on a bigger screen. Yep, exactly. Enjoy, kids. Yeah. It's 1995. We didn't have HD yet. <laughs> and the CG <laughs> was... Thank you, Nick Saban. Yeah, CG was exactly what you'd expect for the 1995 CG. Yeah. All right. So, Lisa Krauss brings up a hot topic of debate in my household. The MCU movies are a superhero gold standard because it doesn't have any true competition. On their own, most Marvel movies are bland and filled with fan service for comic books and nostalgic crowd, a.k.a. the ones who buy tickets and merch. Yes. And that's the point. If you're not interested, don't go. Mm. <laughs> It's not for everybody. But, but with, the, on, with that said, there is a widespread appeal to the MCU beyond comic books. There's a lot of non-comic book fans that love that love the Yeah, you don't yeah. have to read a comic book to enjoy the MCU. And in fact, I think since, since Phase 2, everything from Phase 1 up into and including the Avengers mm-hmm. are your standard superhero fare. Yeah. Yeah. Starting with... 
starting with phase two, they started to put the they started to genreize yeah. the films more. Like Ant Man is absolutely a heist. It's movie. a heist movie. Um, yep. Winter Soldier is your political your seventies top political thriller. Doctor yeah. Strange is an acid trip out. Exactly. Exactly. Thor: The Dark World is a sequel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and well, Thor: like, The Dark my, my World is a thing that had happened. Yeah, my husband's unpopular opinion would be that Thor: The Dark World is great because he loves. Norse mythology and loves when Loki and Thor work together and hated Ragnarok because um, it is he doesn't like comedy with Norse mythology. Your husband goes to so much hell right now it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> May he be but banished I, from the Nine Realms. <laughs> Endgame has made uh, has kind of brought uh, the Dark World up a little bit in my standards. Because of what they... There are things that follow yeah. in with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, every movie... Iron Man 3 at reference in Endgame. Yeah. yeah. We're not spoiling anything. That kid was the kid that yeah. got the Fios equipment at the end of the... Uh, yeah. Yep. He was, <laughs> he was the helpful kid. I mean, but you got to take them for what they are. It's, it's their spectacle. They're spectacle movies. Right. And, and enjoy them for what they're... And you don't have to be a comic book fan to enjoy them. I mean... Right, and I if think. It's, yeah, if aliens and explosions are not your thing, then don't go right. right. Then, then it, just, right. You're just you're not going to find joy enjoyment in other similar type of movies like mm-hmm. Star Wars or. I do feel though, like this movie, like Endgame especially, is just it's such masterful storytelling. Yes. Yes. Because it's the culmination of twenty two other twenty one other movies. Right. Right. It's a it's a, it's a masterclass in filmmaking. Right. And the rest are amazing. Well, maybe filmmaking. It's a master class in directing and storytelling. Yeah. Especially for, you know, pulling together that many movies <sighs> and making it all work. And that and, turned and into a giant train wreck, which had every possibility of Oh, movie. yeah. Don't tell me that you weren't nervous. Oh, I was. Yeah. Bam, I, I kept my, I kept <laughs> oh, my expectations nice and low. Good. And then, it and, and then it was wonderful. And then I got to see it the second night, and I was ready with the tissues. And the guy next to me that I, you know, was kind of chatting with through the film a little bit, looking at you, I was like, "Here's a tissue." Yeah, you're gonna need this right now. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you need this. That's okay." Uh, all right, Lisa also brings up uh, Temple of Doom. Isn't that bad? I will defend it till my last breath. I will go with her on this one. It's fun. It's, a, it's speaking about just having fun, especially when you see when you consider what came after. Read yeah, Last Crusade. Read my no. response. The Crystal Skulls. Oh, oh well, yeah. There's that. Okay, yeah. Mike responded back to this. He wants me to read this because yeah. I have to do it in his voice. Uh, I have loads of fun with to- a Temple of Doom until Willie comes screaming through a scene. Then I have to hit the mute button until she's gone. Yeah. Maybe the worst character in all of these? I wouldn't disagree. Um, it's a tie between her and uh, the beef. I still yeah, like the beef yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I actually like the beef skull. more. Because oh, beef. He, he doesn't scream my ears out. Uh, I just... The weird thing about this movie is it's it's a roller coaster ride, and as a roller coaster <laughs> ride, it's a... Exactly. <laughs> it is a very serviceable roller coaster ride. Yeah. But when you compare it to what came before it, and what came, and directly, what came after. directly after it, it's like it's it's the odd man out yeah, in but, these uh, movies, right? But it 
Does it deserve the hate that it gets? No. I don't believe I don't it. No, no. It doesn't. No, because it, it gets a lot of hate. Yeah. It does. I don't think... It, it's not an incompetently made movie. It's just... No. Spielberg's it Midlife Crisis. It's, it's Spielberg's Midlife Crisis movie. Yeah. It, it literally, really is. Literally. Literally. He, you know, the whole ripping out the heart, that was based on his divorce. Right. Exactly. And he found his second wife on that on that shoot, so... Yep. It had some significant... What love, Dr. Jones? <laughs> it had some very noticeable issues. But... You can still have fun with it. It is not a problematic movie in any no. way, shape, or form. No, 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 not at all. All right, next up, John Saul says apparently all the critics hated uh, the Hellboy reboot. I liked it just fine. Never saw it. I, never, I haven't seen it just because I understood. From... The trailers made me go absolutely not. No, and and again, the, I read the reviews and it's just like I had no. Well, and this is not, why. Go ahead. It's Sorry. not even. It's not even because I have total fondness for the first two movies. I was like, I like the movies, okay. They're fun. They're fun. But I fine. love I, I'm, I love the Hellboy movies. I love the well because I'm a well, the ball the ball directed them right. I'm a I'm a big fan of GDT, so I I loved. Well, I like I love I love Ron Perlman. I was you know it's like how are they going to do this? Oh, they got Ron Perlman. Yeah, he can wear a lot of prosthetics and chomp on a cigar <laughs> and act normal. That's fine. Oh, John Hurt's in this. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, but but, but yeah, yeah, but again, the but reboot. The, the trailers. I I just it wasn't even affection for the old movies because I've seen them a few times. But yeah, the trailers just. No. 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 Nope. This is what God and the Russian Mafia created Showbox for. <laughs> All right. Dave McLean writes, Disney is an incarnation of the devil and must be stopped. Well, well, maybe we'll just refuse to go on stage. Woof. You don't <laughs> fucking <laughs> talk to me like that, <laughs> you little <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck up! Get the fuck up! Huh? Now, do we have a problem? Huh? No, sir. No, Mr. Mouse. No, Mr. Mouse. Oh, that's good, because I thought we had a problem for a minute there, huh? All right, now, get out there and make me some goddamn money! Uh, that's I nice. thought that was the general consensus. Uh, well, It's nice, it's wrong, but it's nice. Yeah, I... You know what, the, the, here's the thing with Disney. I mean, I'm such a huge Disney fan, and now, they just make... Everything I love. Yes, it's hard yes, to be know, mad at somebody when they're supplying my drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be mad at the dealer. I no, I can't be mad at the dealer because if I don't get my animated movies, I don't get my Star Wars, I don't get my MCU, I'm not going to Fox movies. All my Muppets. Just tap ah. it right into my veins. Oh, just between my toes, please. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, if, if Disney could stop raping the Muppets and do them properly, that would be fine. Oh but my god, can't. it just, there is almost no presence anymore in the park. I did, there are two separate shows, though, for Great Moments in History, which I was very excited about because I saw them yeah, both this time. those are fun. Yeah, those are fun. So they do the Paul, uh, Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, and they do the um, the Declaration of Independence. I, I think with... As long as they still have, have uh, the Muppet Vision M- Muppet Vision, it's still there. You wouldn't know that because, it, well, I went on May the 4th. So it was. If, if it wasn't Star Wars, it didn't exist on that day. Well, yeah. be, that would be great for me because I could have gone on it three times. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they, they had so like, Mecca. They had it kind of tucked away <coughs> off in the place where nobody else, nothing else. Right, was there, exactly. Right? But but I think with the to a certain extent, he's right in that in the sense with the latest acquisition of Fox, and then just the other day, the news that they but bought out Hulu. Hulu there is a, there, there, there's starting to there is this sense among 
to punditry that maybe Disney's starting to get a little too out of hand. All this consolidation of entertainment right. consolidation. But, I mean, you think about it. There's it's Disney, Warner Brothers, and Universal. And Paramount. And Paramount. There are, yeah, and there are a lot of people losing their jobs. Correct. Because of this. But you, so. but you, it's, it's those four studios, but think of how much Disney controls beyond just the studios. The TV, the, you know, print media, stuff like that, that. Well, I mean, their acquisition of Hulu makes sense for them, though, because they but can put all the stuff that they can't put on Disney Plus onto Hulu. I understand. But beyond Hulu, there's, there's, it's not just the Hulu thing. It's everything. Just the entire big picture. Disney probably owns like 50-60% of the entertainment market right now. Absolutely, yeah. Well, uh, there is going to be another... F- I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, there, there's going to be a fifth studio coming up. Netflix. No. Netflix has already has already pretty much put their put their hat into the and that's, big and that's fine. But how much of the market do they own? It's not. It's, it's not a bigger. Bu- it's, they, they are they are making some headway. Come on. I would be surprised if, if Netflix has ten percent of the market right now compared to Disney and everybody else. Give them five years. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Give them five years. But then again, we won't be watching Netflix because then come November, I'm spending seven bucks a month. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm switching my. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, on the plus side, they'll probably be ten bucks for Disney Plus and Hulu. That's true. And I'm not. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I love the stuff that Disney's putting. You know, Star Wars, Marvel movies. I mean, Pixar. Pixar. I mean, it, it's not a, a knock on the quality of the product. Disney's still putting out good product, but it just. I can understand where he's coming from. Where you're seeing this giant behemoth control controlling our entertainment, showing you know only one entity feeding our brains. Basically, what it comes down to. I'm there was, to sound a board, like Joe. there was a board game called Illuminati, where the point was to buy up massive things and try to explain why you owned all the massive things. <laughs> and whenever, whenever these massive acquisitions and the things, you know, Alphabet, Disney, Robert Murdoch, they just own all the things. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's there's the Illuminati right there. Okie dokie. I'm gonna go and watch my. Independently made sci-fi movies at the Boston Sci-Fi Movie Marathon. <laughs> There's some great thing. Monster was made for not much money, and that was a good one. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yes, we shall. All right. Steve Day brings up Kevin Smith peaked at Mallrats. Oh well, if you stare at this poster for a few seconds, a hidden picture appears. Can we, Can we do it? Please, please. All right, go ahead. But hurry, Easter Bunny's waiting. Wow, it's a schooner. <laughs> You dumb bastard. It's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. You know what? There is no Easter Bunny! Over there, that's just a guy in a suit! No! No! He peaked at Dogma. Mm. I, I really, really like Bob and Jay, same, uh, James and Bob Strike Back was funny as hell. I, I, I really, really enjoyed Clerks too. No, that is an unpopular opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, thought, I thought Clerks 2 was fantastically funny. But no, Dogma. Dogma. I mean, Dogma was awesome. Dogma but is the smartest thing Kevin Smith ever put out. Easily. Yes. But Jay and Silent Bob was very Jay, entertaining. Jay and Silent Bob, and even to an extent, uh, Clerks 2. They're both fun movies. They're yeah. a lot of fun, but it's just like, part of the reason why those movies were made was to keep Jay Muse off of drugs. Yep. Correct. Secondly... It's just, it's returning back to the old formula. 
Dogma, and you know, to a, I think to a lesser extent because I don't really care for the movie. I'm just chasing Amy. I like chasing Amy. Really, they're more mature Kevin Smith movies before he got back into the uh, smoking weed. Yeah, smoking weed, drugs, drugs, noise, noise movies. <laughs> one of the, the, the one of the stories of behind Dogma was that he told Jason Mewes, he's like, okay, you have to actually take this one seriously. We've got some real actors in it, like Alan Rickman. So the first day, Jason Mewes shows up and he's memorized the entire script. Not just his lines. <laughs> Everything. The whole script. Wow. And George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, George Carlin's great in that. I mean, it's... They have Lady Elaine from... Not, not Lady Elaine, the other one. Was it Lady Elaine? From... from Mr. The, Rogers? Yeah, the, the, the nun at the beginning. That was Carrie Fisher. No, the no, nun at the beginning they hit no no no, 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 no. Oh, you're, you're thinking you're Dogma. Talking. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Dogma. Okay. Um, and you're talking about Jane Silent Bob. Right, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Somebody look up who that, that nun is. Oh, hold on. Pull up Dogma real quick. Yeah, I mean, Mallrats is an okay... I wouldn't say he peaked with it. Honestly, it's a step no, back. It's, it's a step back from Mallrats. It's Clerks. It's Clerks with an R-rated budget. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, Shannon Doherty. Yeah, yeah. No, it had that big name... It had, you know, it. it's tough because, you know, it, you, they showed that Kevin Smith doesn't know what to do with a lot of studio money. It's a fine movie. It's a fun movie to watch. I paid yeah, movie yes. money for it. But did you find it yet? Who, who we We're looking for the nun in uh, Dogma. Uh, Betty Aberlin. Betty Aberlin. Yeah, okay. yeah Lady, Lady Aberlin. Hmm. And who is she? No, not just a nun. Yeah, okay, put... Press their, their she's the she's the one that uh, is talking to Matt Damon in the airport. Right, exactly. Who is she though? Lady Evelyn from Mr. Rogers, Rogers. Neighborhood. Oh, okay. All right, sorry. She, she really is somebody from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I just couldn't. I keep. Do you remember who? Okay. Oh, yeah, Lady Evelyn. All right, I'm moving on now. Okay. All right, all right. Jana brings up, however popular, Twilight and its porned up uh, adult cousin Fifty Shades, our abysmal Drek. She is so perfect. She's like the most amazing, like half human, half vampire baby ever. I know. She's beautiful. I mean, there's like nothing strange about this baby at all. She's so hot! Oh my god! Can I make out with your infant? The former is a sad excuse for vampire romance. Read the Black Dagger Brotherhood instead. And the latter is barely disguised, a badly written lemon fanfic. I love that term, lemon fanfic. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I think that's a popular opinion, actually. Yeah, yeah, and also. Yeah, I mean, when it when it first came out, yeah, it would have been an unpopular opinion. But get with it with 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 the march of time. I, I, I think the opinion, the consensus has been the, the twi- this is Drek. Yeah. The, the Twilight series is Mormon propaganda. It is. It's oh, yeah. absolutely Mormon pro- propaganda. And Stephanie Stephanie Myers has never been su- subtle about that. No, yet another and Rice has seen those movies. No, she's not. I, 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 had a, I had a friend that was into it, so I, I've seen the movies and read the books. You know, I'm like Anne Rice who wanted to just have sex with Lestat. Until she became <laughs> born again. Right. Yeah, Edward Edward Stephanie, Ma- Stephanie Myers just wanted to hold hands in a closed room with uh, Edward. <laughs> Sparkly Edward. Sparkly special underwear. Well, that's the thing is that, you know, in, in the Mormon religion, you believe that you get married and you are together forever. Through all your incarnations, right? Oh, God. I, don't, I don't. Do you incarnate in, in so. Mormonism, or I think you just go to heaven or together for and you sparkle in the light? Yeah, I, I don't know. That, they don't address any of this in the Book of Mormon. I thought there were levels, the but maybe, not, maybe so, not think yeah. it's Scientology. 
All right, moving on. Hugh Hunt work brings up Aerosmith's Jaded is second only to Dream On. Okay. The Departed is Scorsese's best film. Oh. Is, is that an unpopular opinion? It is. It is. It's the it's the movie that oh. he won the Oscar for, but he should have won it for Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Good, Goodfellas good, is so much better. Goodfellas or Raging Bull are master works. Now, now that's uh, not to say that Departed is a bad movie. No. I enjoyed The Departed. I love The Departed. But to say that it's Scorsese's best, way, way off the You know mark. what the weird thing about The Departed is? Is that Scorsese is such a New York director, and to have this movie take there place was, in Baston. It was Boston, so, but Baston. It was so incongruous to what Scorsese knows. Right, exactly. So uh, just just do the accents again. I don't want to do the accent again. Come on, Maddie. Hey, apparently that's the, that's the second sexiest accent of all time. Yeah, I call bullshit on that. <laughs> no, you call bullshit It's because it's wicked awesome. Oh, God. Hey, Sully. That's a wicked pisser, man. Hey, Sully, did you hear? <laughs> Our accents are fucking sexy now, huh, Sully? Huh? <laughs> Go to Lansdowne now. All right. Um, such a pie hole. He also brings up that Richard Pryor is not funny. I disagree. I highly dis. What is what? He went to high school with us, by the way. I know. Um, and the Rolling Stones might not be in my top five hundred bands. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Pump the hate breaks, Fox News. Whoa! The Rolling Stones are okay. Whatever. The Rolling Stones, I... You like country. What do you know? <laughs> I know country. <laughs> the you Rolling Stones country. are one of those bands I never get a hankering to... You know, if they're on, fine. I'll leave, I'll leave the song. Okay, I will... Okay. But I will concede... I never get a hankering to listen to them the same way I do like the Beatles. I will concede... After a certain period, yeah, I can understand why you might feel that way from this, for the Stones. From, from like 63 to 68, they're one of the best bands of all time. Becker's Banquet is what is one of the best albums ever. Easily. Before. Easily. Oh, say not top one, top 500. Come on. All right. Yeah, that's, that's a big leap. Steve Bailey. Oh, <laughs> God, I have so many. Where do I even begin? <laughs> Here are some of his top ones. The Next Generation is maybe the third best Trek series. Oh, bullshit. Disagree. Uh, the made-for-TV Ewoks movies are better than any Star Wars that has come out since. Oh, fuck you! Oh, man! Most of the stuff we liked as kids doesn't hold up, and that's okay. And I can agree with that one. I can agree with it to a certain extent. I read, I read an article the other oh. day, flashing, flashing back to our, our, uh, remake episode, our reboot episode. I read an article about how much Herculoids shaped... Sci-fi animation. Ah, ah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I should have sent it to you guys. You know, movies from our childhood don't, don't really stand up as well anymore. The Ewoks movies. Yeah. Yeah. The, what the fuck? The first one was fine when I was like, you know, yeah. Eight. however old, watching it on Ten. TV. The second one's still traumatizing. I don't even remember it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Like the characters you want to see again all get exploded. And yeah, then half the cast gets killed off in like the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, George. Yep. Not to mention that I can't watch R- Wolfer Brimley anymore <laughs> without taking diabetes. 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 All right. Moving on. No, seriously. How can you say something like that? It's just, just 
No, no, that's just wrong. <laughs> it's wrong on so many levels. Which is why they're unpopular. Would you like an apple tart? I would. <laughs> All right. Meredith Martin says, I have no desire to watch Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings is way better. Where's the other one? The one with the yellow cloak. Fuck you! Those are your last words. Fuck you. Come on, you can do better. Can't! You're shit at dying, you know that? Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't disagree with They that. are completely different things, though. Yes, they, they are. They are completely different things. I'll go with I loved, that. I loved uh, Maisie Williams' in, uh, lyrics for the opening credits. Blood and boobies, blood and boobies, <laughs> blood and boobies, blood and boobies. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> blood and boobies. Um, I actually responded back to her saying, uh, yeah, but there's less boobs and beheadings, though. Yep. Um, here's the thing, is that Game of Thrones is based, loosely, obviously, uh, on, on the, War the, Roses. the War of the Roses. Lord of the Rings is based on the, uh, tw- the early 20th century Industrial Revolution. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's supposed to be a Jesus um, allegory. I thought that was Narnia. Both. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, they um, were both but also, Lord Tolkien, of the Rings Tolkien, and its Tolkien heart. Tolkien didn't understand why people didn't understand that Gandalf is Jesus. Okay. I okay. Jesus. Here's the, here's the issue though with Lord of the Rings, the text of Lord of the Rings, not the movies, but the text, horrifically anti-Semitic. Which one? Lord of the Rings. Oh. George R. R. Martin is just simply gross. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, the most of these books are written about like fourteen-year-olds boning each other. Yeah, the, the, there's like interesting politics, but it's a, you know just as the show does it, where they have sex position scenes. Yeah, it's just written around disgusting violence and rape. Right, and then you know, and then when it, when he when he can be bothered to write details, usually about thickets of pubic hair and like people shitting themselves as they die. Yeah, yeah. so um, certain cities going up in flames. <laughs> And then uh, you know, John Stahl also responded back to us saying, I've read some of the Game of Thrones books and stalled out in one. They're good books. They are not easy reads. They're, yeah, they're, I will okay. never be like, hey, casual reader, read this book. You'll love it. Well, yeah. I mean, you can say the same thing about Lord of the Rings. I tried getting through those oh books God, over and they over. Are, it's they so are, they, dry. They are Hand in your nerd card on the way out, Mike. They're so dry. Well, it's the, the, the thing about actually well, reading you know the what? books as opposed to suffering through them on audio, which is all I've done with the Game of Thrones series is that with the the Lord of the Rings, when they start singing, you just go flip, flip, flip. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> Try reading The Silmarillion. Oh. That is never supposed to be read. It's just supposed to be a personal encyclopedia. It's, it's still like, reading. It's just supposed to leave it there on your bookshelf and show off that you own The Silmarillion. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to bring up one quickly, because it wasn't really meant to be like one of my, address, uh, my, um, my talking points tonight. I really am enjoying this season of Game of Thrones. I don't give a fuck. These entitled assholes that killed the killed the level boss to level up to entitled prick who gets to write petitions now saying you need to fix this now. Uh, no, get over it. Yep. You know what? Get a job in Hollywood and make your own fucking movie. Right, exactly. Don't just write. Don't just sit at home in your basement. Writing on should the have internet. ended because you're gonna end up like that dude that thought he was gonna rewrite Last Jedi. <laughs> We have over six hundred million dollars in pledged money. Pledged money equals no money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up on this, uh, Liz Havener brings up Jordan Peele's 
uh, I'm finger quoting here, horror movies are not scary in the slightest. At best, they are comedy noirs with overindulgent long filler shots designed to supplement weak scripts. Um, I can't say anything because I've never seen either one. I'm a I've bad been... white person. I have not seen either. Oh seen. my god. Get you have out. to watch it. That's, that, well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. For, and I hate to say this, it, it, we're looking at, you gotta look at it from the perspective of a black person. It, yes! This, it's a black, it's, it's geared towards a black audience. And a movie like Get Out to a black audience is scary as shit because of all the implications yeah. behind right. it. It was, and I'm actually really good about that. It's just one of those movies that's like, I need to watch this. I gotta watch this. I, yeah, well, watch it. Yeah, one day, we were in the Newberry Comics and we found it, a used Blu-ray copy and I was like, well, we both want to watch it. Let's take it home. Bought it. Took it home. Oh my god, it was just as amazing as I thought. And I don't want to upsell it because everybody's going to tell me, "Oh my god, it wasn't." No, no, it's it actually but... it's very good. But again, you got to look. You got to take yourself out of your uh, whiteness. I hate yeah, you got to yeah. take yourself no, out of your whiteness. Take yourself out of your whiteness. Take, Check your take yourself out of your whiteness and your privilege, and uh, and see it. Try to see it from the perspective of a black person in modern day any, America. Any minority. Any minority in as modern a, day a, America. Or just female. Or just given America's history. Just given America's history. You gotta look at it from that perspective. And it's scary as shit. It's a little bit Especially step- as a, as a, the allegory. It's an allegory. It's not. Ah! If you if you watch Stepford Wives and thinks it's scary, and you watch Get Out and think it's not, then that tells more about you than about the yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen it because I don't really like horror movies so that much. It's not that kind of horror it's movie. Not, it's more. I don't, the, it's, I don't like the atmospheric horror either. But no, like, it, I've never seen Silence of the Lamb because it's not, it's, I, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 different. There's no. It's, no, it's, it's not a that psychological. Kind of, yeah, I'm not big on those. Either. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, let's move on. Okay, Patrick Brown. Brings up Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie ever. I will die on that hill. Tight plot, great characters and actors, no Ewok, Gungan, Rathnar nonsense. Made the universe seem gritty and real, made the Death Star scary, and Darth Vader who kicks ass. Um, it's Rathtar. Rathtar, sorry. That is a bad idea. I think so, and so does Cat. You're letting her keep it. Would you like to know the probability of her using it against you? It's high. I mean, it's. I love Rogue One, and I, I put it up as one of my top Star Wars movies. The best one, though? Yeah. Oh, I that's... think, for me, it's like everything comes together in the third act. Yeah. It's an okay movie. It's an okay movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. Until the third act, when all, all the shit happens... And all that stuff was in the that was in the reshoots. Yeah, the, the scene that everybody talked about. Whenever you ask anybody, name one scene from Rogue One. What do they talk about? Yeah, you Vader. want to talk about you want to talk about fan service. Yeah, Vader in the hallway. Yeah, that was a reshoot. Yep, that was not supposed to be in the original thing. And Pat, I love I love Rogue One, so I'm not gonna badmouth that. I, you, you've got a great unpopular opinion here, but. I'm sorry. There are better the, Star Wars movies. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, not it's, the it's, it's not the best, but yeah, I, I I mean in terms of storytelling, Last Jedi, I mean Empire Strikes Back. Yep. I think storytelling wise, Last Jedi might be the best out of all of them. Just in general storytelling. Yeah. Right. Unpopular uh, opinion. I, I mean and he talks and he talks about making the world gritty. Well, the original Star Wars. That was exactly greasy set, and oily, that set, and that set the atmosphere and the tone for the entire Star Wars universe. And forty weight It's just you know. So, all right, Jim Landry brings up. I enjoyed Tron Legacy. I did too. I did too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, 
the original Tron. The original Tron is fine. Yeah. It happened yeah. 28 years after the first movie, and I was just like, I want to see this. Then I saw it, I'm like, I... Yeah, it's still fun. It was two hours of my life, or I sat and watched a movie. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got movies that I want my life back. This is not one of them. Yeah, movies. no, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, I, all I, I can say it. about this movie is that Michael Sheen, um, his performance was so hammy that Orthodox Jews could not watch. <laughs> Michael Sheen was like the oh, good lord. He was the white-haired gentleman. <laughs> oh, him. Yes, exactly. Oh, that was good. Thank you. All right, uh, Catherine, do you want to read your husband's thing here? Oh, sure. You hand it off. Here, I'll hand it off to you. All right. <clears throat> Superheroes are inherently fascist because they enforce the status quo with violence. This is why Killmonger was the actual hero in Black Panther, because he was trying to fix things while T'Challa was just enforcing his rule with violence. You know where I'm from. When black folks started revolutions, they never had the firepower or the resources to fight their oppressors. Where was Wakanda? Hmm? You know how that ends today. We got spies embedded in every nation on Earth, already in place. I know how colonizers think, so we're going to use their own strategy against them. We're going to send vibranium weapons out to our war dogs. They'll arm oppressed people all over the world so they can finally rise up and kill those in power and their children and anyone else who takes their side. It's time they know the truth about us. We're warriors. The world's going to start over, and this time we're on top. The sun will never set on the Wakandan Empire. You know what? That is honestly not even an unpopular opinion. I've read so many things that's, pieces I, I think that's that Killmonger of, is the hero of Black Panther. He was trying to enforce his ideals with violence. He, he killed his he killed people, honey. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was trying to kill people. He killed people, and he was trying to kill more people. Yeah, he killed a lot of people. T'Challa th- did not kill a lot I, of people. I, 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 As evidenced I, by the scars on his body. Yes. Right, but I, but I think to say that superheroes are inherently fascist... I mean that might be kind of a stretch. He a he bit. sees he sees uh, superheroes. I mean, I can, as, it's a it's a classism thing. You're right. I can understand sort of like the whole Nietzsche Ubermensch kind of mentality behind it, but you're just pulling out the words today, Joe. I know, right? What the yeah. What's wrong with me? You slept on a thesaurus. I yeah, must have. But no, I mean, I can I can kind of see it. But I mean, when I think of like Superman, I don't think of fascists. I think of hope and. The whole point was, you know, Superman was originally written by Jews, Jews, right, to fight back against Nazi Germany. And then, and then, well, then Captain America, you know, he was yeah. written by a Jew for the p- specific purpose of punching, punching Nazis, punching Nazis. Pun- Everyone should do every day, punching Hitler in the face. How many times? Two hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I can. That's right. It is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we move on to Matt. Yeah. All right, Matt Jones. Oh God, he actually he wrote had a, face- a dissertation. He had a Facebook message. He me. did. He was. Oh, this is awesome. Okay. Ooh, look. Uh, looking forward to the unpopular opinion show. I got two big ones here. Oh, Matt, you did not disappoint, my friend. <laughs> Number one. I didn't care for the Force Awakens. People are coming on us. The galaxy is coming on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. 
Oh, really? You're cold? Come on. I shall explain. George Lucas, Irvin Kirshner, Richard Marquand, Gareth Edwards, Ryan Johnson, and Ron Howard all made Star Wars movies. J.J. Abrams made a J.J. Abrams movie. I think it's a good movie, entertaining movie. I just don't think it's a good Star Wars movie. <sighs> the best way I can explain this, the tone is all wrong to me. I won't bother you with specifics, although I have many, but suffice it to say, it just doesn't feel like Star Wars. It feels like big-budget fanfic. I love Last Jedi, and I love Rogue One, and I really like Solo. But this one just didn't work for me. I liked it as a movie, but as part of the whole, the difference in tone and style were extremely jarring to me. Say what you will about the prequels, but despite their many flaws, they still feel like Star Wars, at least they do to me. I'm not saying that the prequels are better movies than Episode Seven. They clearly are not. But the one thing that really stands out to me in a one of these things is not like the other kind of way. It's weird. The MCU movies all have a very different style, yet it doesn't bother me. They all work uh, together beautifully as part of the larger narrative. But something about the tone and directorial style of this one just bugs me in relation to the other Star Wars movies. I don't fault anyone who loved it. Star Wars means something different to all of us. But I guess it, uh, what shows is that my interpretation of what Star Wars should be is just vastly different from J.J. Abrams. Faster, more intense, faster, more intense, faster, more intense. You don't want actual, like, people. You want, you want the two-dimensional, flat, 30s movie style. Well, you know, what I, you know what I've been noticing with The Force Awakens? There seems to be a lot of retroactive kind of revisionists. The, the, la- the last Jedi haters have retroactively begun to hate The Force Awakens. Now, Matt isn't saying this is a bad movie. I no, agree I, with him. I, I agree with him in the sense that it's a really, really good movie. However, and especially, my this was way higher on my list of Star Wars movies until Last Jedi. And then all of a sudden, it just started to tick down a little bit because it's like, it's... I don't know, it's just like, I, I, I still get that Star Warsy feel. I still get that, like, pump-up Star Wars feeling whenever I watch the it. The one thing that no Star Wars movie... Since The Force Awakens has been able to do is replicate the feeling I had when I was five years old in the theater. And The and Force Awakens was that movie. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in the theater with you guys and yeah. being like, I feel like I'm five years old right yes. now. Yes! I can't wait. Yes! So, I mean, but, but the thing is, I, that's still, I still get butterflies in my stomach whenever I see the X-Wings on, you know, in yeah. Top of Down. Yeah. Or, you know, or just seeing the interaction, be, you know, everything about, like, Poe is, like, so Star Wars, he's so Han Solo. You're not going to like the next one, then. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't break my heart. All right. Matt writes. Yeah. I didn't like Deadpool. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Dad? Really? I missed it when it came out in the theater, and after years of hearing people tell me, it's the best comic book movie ever made! I wouldn't say that. Or some variation of that. I finally sat down and watched it on Netflix. And was bored silly. I thought Ryan Reynolds was perfect in the role, but other than that, I couldn't have uh, been less interested. Maybe it's just that type of humor really isn't my cup of tea. Okay, then! But this movie did absolutely nothing for me. I didn't even bother with the second one. Really? Yeah. Well, if, if if that style of humor is not your thing, definitely yeah, don't that's watch true. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the, like I, I, I saw Bridesmaids because everybody was like, "Oh, it's so funny," and it's women doing it. And I watched it, and I'm like, 
yeah, I hate this kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah. if you're not, I, yeah, with Bridesmaid, if you're not into, like... I don't care if it's men or women. It's not a gender thing. It's just gross. Yeah, if you're not into, like, toilet humor and just, like, general... Yeah. Silliness like that, then, yeah. And it's, it's understandable. Yes. I can understand a lot of people that really just want, like... I know a lot of people who don't like the MCU movies because, God forbid, they're not the Dark Knight. Like, and, and that's understandable. Like, I love slapstick comedy. Yeah. I love... Yes. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people don't like it, but I love stupid slapstick comedy, and it's just like... I enjoy slapstick. I don't enjoy stoner comedy. Yeah, no. I, I really don't like stoner comedy. Yeah, it depends. It no. depends on the stoner. Well, I, 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 I quit smoking weed because I don't like hanging out with stoners, so it's, uh... Yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Matt. Thank you, everybody. Yes. So, yes, you're, you're all awesome. That took up almost an hour of our time. I think wow. with edits, this will only be an hour of this show. Yeah. So, so we you should... guys are awesome. Thank yes, you. thank you, you so much, and it saves us from having to do all the talking. Means we don't have to think as much. Right. And all also, right. also, we appreciate that you guys were willing to share with us yes. your yeah. popular opinions. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It isn't easy to have, you know, at least this is a safe place for you. It really, truly is a safe place. We will yeah. shame you, but shame you with love. Exactly. We right. gave you the reasons why you're wrong, but you know, it doesn't mean that I would we, hug all of you if I saw you again. Yeah, we don't. We we disagree, but we can disagree and not take out petitions about why you're wrong. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I didn't kill the boss to unlock, uh, you know, entitled asshole level. Well, I I may come up with a couple of petitions. Just right. just a one. Just a one, okay. Can you just do a paper one that we send around? Sure. All right, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Insane. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to start off with mine. We have a few to, that we have to. It's only because we are drinking an enormous amount of beer tonight. Yep. And this hey, just... one of those is Joe's. Sorry. I didn't drink. Oh, oh, okay. I was like going to say, wow, Catherine, you are driving <laughs> home, right? Um. All right, I'm going to start with this. I fucking hate IPAs. Yes, <laughs> I have almost absolutely there. I do. I have almost gotten into. Fist fights over my dislike of IPAs. It is it, IPAs are like the beer snob. You know what the best the best um, comparison I heard it is it is to white bros <laughs> what cinnamon spice is to white chicks. Oh no, not cinnamon uh, honey. Uh, uh, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice is is to white chicks. So it's basically your basic bitch beer. I feel like I'm drinking. Moss fermented in liquid. Yeah, I really just don't like the taste of it. I hate when people hand me one thinking that I like it. You should know me better by now. Yeah, there's, there's like, yeah, the the hoppy, hoppy, hoppy beers. I just n- not a fan. I much prefer a multi beer over a hoppy beer. Mm-hmm. See, so yeah, I, I prefer a nice stout. Dark, I like. Heavy, yeah, I prefer, heavy, you like your dark, dark heavy, heavy stout. I like lagers. And if I'm yeah. gonna drink ale, I usually drink lighter ales. I like white beer. Yeah, I like white beer too. And I, I, I love like you know uh, UFO. But yeah, you, it's like if if you, if you're trying to pretend to be a beer snob or a beer connoisseur, you you drink an IPA. Yeah, it's huh? it's, it's the, the current in beer. Yeah. It's been the in beer for years though, and people just don't fucking get when I'm like, oh no, I, I'm good. I don't want one of those. I would like to not drink a punch in the face, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. even know what IPA stands for. Uh, India Pale Ale. Is it made from India? No, no. no. Usually, it's, it's a hoppier. It, it's okay. essentially, it's it's more the hops, which is like the plant that makes the beer. Yeah, I still don't care. All beer has yeah. hops. <laughs> all beer has hops. Mike doesn't drink, so no. all beer has hops in it to give it yeah, its flavor. I, I'm, I'm more. I watch Good Eats. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. 
I just again I he's, prefer a multi beer. He's watched the yeast the yeast puppets make bubbles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. I believe The Simpsons stopped being funny after season ten, and I have, they have overstayed their welcome. Uh, I'll, I'll give them until season twelve. Smithies, are they booing me? Uh, no, they're saying booerns, booerns. Are you saying boo or booerns? <laughs> okay, but I believe they have overstayed their welcome, and they have not been relevant since then. I all right, and this is coming from somebody who wa- who still DVRs the Simpsons. Eh, Simpsons. My daughter enjoys the newer episodes. There were at least three solid laughs per episode on a newer, worser episode. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Season six, season seven, season eight are the best. Easy. Will- but that's the issue with with, the, with something like The Simpsons, especially something that's been around for thirty years. It hit a plateau so long ago, and I understand it needs it. It does need to stop. It's a, it's right now. It's just going on its own momentum, and that's right. all it right. is. But look at Family Guy. Family Guy really has been funny and relevant for years. Well, that even well, Seth, Seth MacFarlane well, is like, can you the, please just kill this? Well, that's the thing. He quit. He he quit writing the show. He right. only does the voice. Right. He's not even the showrunner anymore. And he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. You know, he wants to focus on Orville, which is actually a pretty good show, but. Yeah, it's, and it's the same thing. After a certain period of time, you got to let it die. Right. I mean, you know, Sim- it's like, and I think that's kind the of... The Simpsons are an institution, and that's kind of the issue. It, yeah. I agree with you. I I still love The Simpsons. I will still quote... The, I, I will at least... It's it's a bad day if I don't quote The Simpsons at least mm-hmm. seven times. Yeah, but I haven't... I mean, I have not watched... I have not sat down... I, it's, I actively avoid watching The Simpsons now. Oh, Okay. And it's been almost ten years since I've actually sat wow. down and watched an episode. If you don't mind, I'm going to jump in with one of mine because it kind of ties into what you just mentioned, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, almost all the classic '90s sitcoms don't warrant a second viewing. Come twenty years later, Friends, Friends, and Seinfeld are the two big ones. I know oh, that's people... on my. That, those were on my list. I'll oh just, Jesus! Okay, jump... great. We just jump into it now. Well, just jump to me right now. They were not that great at the time, and they definitely don't hold up. I, I agree Who with gives you. gives a fuck? I Friends. remember loving. I, I remember loving Seinfeld when it was new. See, when it was new, even when it was new, there was something about the characters in Seinfeld that just grated on me so yes. much. I mean, maybe she just likes me for me. Hey, hey, you want these? I don't want them. I stink! I can't play! The ball is just sitting there, Jerry, and I can't hit it. I only hit one really good ball that went way out there. Well, what happened? I have no concentration! What's, what's, what's wrong with your sand? I can't get rid of the sand. But there's still some in here. Won't go away. Look at that. I even got sand in the pockets. Hey, come on, you're getting it all over the floor. They were truly awful people. They were awful. It was a bunch of awful people. awful people talking about nothing for years. And but that's the thing. That's what people will tell you is, was the genius behind the show. It's like, no, these are just bad people. I don't want to watch bad people. Yeah, I, I, I tried watching some episodes and I was like, watch it for like five minutes. I'm like, 
I'm done. Let's see what all right. the Now, are. with Friends, I enjoyed watching Friends the first run, on its first run. I don't watch it. I can't watch it now. I gave up on Friends, like, the, the, before, like, the four seasons before they, they ended, I yeah. gave up completely on them. Well, after the Ross kind of... The, the Ross, the, the Ross Rachel Joey break, thing. Yeah, that was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I, I totally believe that Rachel would be into Joey. Yes, <laughs> the meathead. Yeah, and, and they also just, you know, and listening to the, the stories about the, the actor's drama demanding a million dollars an episode yep. for this junk. I did lose a, a, a an acquaintance in college. She was like, oh, come on, you know people like the characters on Friends. And I'm like, none of my friends are that stupid. Yeah. And she didn't stop talking to me and... and well, I've had the conversation with my husband. He's like, you have these people on your Facebook that I have to keep getting rid of these people on Facebook because they believe in blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm not friends with these people <laughs> on Facebook because they're stupid. I'm not friends with them in real life because they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's tough. Like, out of any of the 90s shows that I would, I could, I could consider pick up and watch again for sitcoms, Frasier is pretty much it. Yeah. Frasier still holds up really well. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Drew Carey show is pretty good. Drew Carey, yeah. yeah. And, the first few, the first few, the first seasons, couple of seasons, first couple were really of seasons good. Drew Carey were good before he, he before he started like having wanted to have a relationship with uh, what's her name. And that's what kills that. Yeah. That's what killed those series. Yeah. Is you yeah. know you get the loser to be happy. Yeah, it was you know like any any TV show you know the procedurals where the the two cops are will they won't they will they won't they and when they do. Oh, fuck it, I'm giving up. Well, that's what happened to uh, Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Yeah. Bones. Uh, oh. Castle. Yeah, they all... X-Files. X-Files. Did they? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Wow. They had a child together. Yep. Yeah, I... I, I, I lasted both that. seven... I think... Yeah. Murphy Brown. Murphy let's Brown, see. yep. Let's go, to, let's go back to good stuff, Murphy Brown. Yep. That was a good... That was That's a good, an amazing... Good sitcom. They had some really good, clever stuff on that show. I but again... I, I don't still to watch. I, still, I haven't watched the reboot. The, the the not not reboot, but the continuation. I'm gonna get around to it. All right, that's what we all say. Um, the I weird thing about '90s sitcoms over '80s sitcoms is that '90s sitcoms, for some odd reason, feel more dated than the '80s, 80s sitcoms. sitcoms. It's because you're so close to everything. Right. You're so close to smartphones and laptops and you know mobile internet and all that. This close. But it's not there yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah. So, so it's kind. Of, so it's almost like an uncanny valley kind of thing. It is. It absolutely is. Even the fashions. Oh my god, the fashions were worse in ni- in the in the mid nineties than they were in the late eighties. Yeah. How many gaucho pants do you own, lady? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, vests, macrame vests. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my. Yeah. All right. Mike, you haven't really had a chance to... No, no. Go. Yeah, no, you haven't. Go. Go. We get it. Um, go, goddammit. We're running low on time. Yeah, I'm not big on horror movies, but the one horror series I do enjoy is Friday the 13th, and my favorite one of those is Jason X. Oh, Jesus. Wow, that is an unpopular that opinion. Is a, You're yeah. the only person who loves Jason oh, X as your favorite. No, no, no. I'm not the only one, but I'm one of the few. I, I adore that movie because it is so firmly tongue-in-cheek. It's a movie that doesn't take itself seriously. They know that this this is a ludicrous um, premise, and they're just running with it. They're doing whatever the hell they want because they're like, let's go balls to the wall because what the fuck. In the year 2455, on a routine training mission, a team of students 
is about to discover a life form frozen in time. Wow. They're on their way back. Prepare for docking and power up the lab. You brought them on board? Everything's under control, man. an unstoppable killing machine. It's okay, he just wanted his machete back. How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're gonna be all right. What, are you high? Uh-oh. <sighs> He's here. <laughs> Mike, I have a question for you about yeah. these people that, lo- that, that are with you and loving Jason X as their favorite Friday the 13th movie. Do they live in Canada? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finally getting that joke, Catherine. What? I know all these people that love uh, Jason X as well. You wouldn't know any of them. They all live in Canada. <laughs> I got the joke. You know, like my girlfriend. L- like my girlfriend who lives in Canada. I don't know if he knows this meme. I don't know. You, you don't know this one? That's like an 80s reference. I don't oh, know okay. I'm sorry, I Mike. I thought it was like a 90s reference, you know, because I never heard about it. I thought it might have been a more recent South Park episode. I, I no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I wish you could meet my girlfriend, but you can't because she is in Canada. I love her, I miss her, I can't wait to kiss her, so soon I'll be off to Alberta. I mean Vancouver. Shit, her name is Alberta. She lives in Vancouver. She's my girlfriend, my wonderful girlfriend. Um, all right, who wants, who wants to go with something else, or shall I? Go ahead, Andy. All right, let me just, I, I just thought of another one I have to put on you here, but I'm going to, all right, oh, you know what, let's actually jump on another one that you and I were going to talk about. Um, okay. movies that are overrated, even though they're beloved within the 80s sphere. You brought up Buckaroo Banzai. I did. That's on my list. I like Buckaroo Banzai. Breakfast Club is on my list. Oh, I I, I, I I am with you 100% on Thank that. Thank you. That is not how high schoolers talk. No. Fuck those kids. Those fucking awful people. They are awful. They deserve everything wrong that ever happens to them. Um, what else do we have? Oh, you know, well, you I, know, see, you know, see, I had, I had actual bonding moments oh. across cliques. Oh, okay. In my, in, in my class. Like, I understand. Your class did not have those cross Basically, but in, but in my class... We mostly, like, there was, like, a few people on the outside that didn't talk to each other, but most of the 200 of us right. spoke to each other, and at least in, on a decent level. Okay. So, so Breakfast Club made sense to me. Here's the big one, and this is the one that I always get a lot of shit about. Big Trouble in Little China. Job Express and take his advice on a dark and stormy night, all right? When some wild-eyed, eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks at crooked in the eye, and he asks you if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. I just don't care. I love. I don't hate it. I just don't give a fuck about it. Big Trouble in China. It was fun. It's one of my all-time favorite. But you know what? This this to me was a lot like uh, Buckaroo Banzai for you because Buckaroo Banzai is a lot like what you had that I had. People just wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Big Trouble in China is from is my favorite John Carpenter movie. I honestly, if you really want me to dig in the weeds here, if I really (laughs) had to put an unpopular opinion in here, 
There is only one truly great Kurt Russell, John Carpenter collaboration, and that is The Thing. All the other movies can go burn in a, tra- a dumpster fire. The Thing is awesome. I've never seen The Thing because eh. horror movies. Yeah, horror movie. I love The Thing. And half of it doesn't have anything to do with John Carpenter. It has to do with this special effects team. Yeah. 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 And Kurt Russell's barely, you know, he barely is like Kurt Russell in it. So, I like movies when Kurt Russell isn't being Kurt Russell. Which is Big Trouble with China. Uh, no. Because he, No, no, see, the whole point There's, of Big Trouble with China... He is snake pliskening it up all the time. Just the PG-13 The whole point about Big Trouble with China, though, is that the sidekick is the hero, and the hero is the sidekick. But they're playing it up as in the, the hero yeah. is the hero, but he, he really is a sidekick. Ish. Ish. All right. <laughs> We watch it with those with those glasses on, and you'll see where it, where I'm talking about. I, I mean, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's, I have no problem with Big Trouble in Little China, so I'm. I'm I would watch it again. It was fun. It's but a fun movie. Yeah. Like I would want to watch that. I'll do a back to back of that and the original Mortal Kombat. Oh my oh, god! god. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China is probably my favorite Chris, Kurt Russell movie. Hmm. Tombstone. Oh Tombstone's god! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Never seen Tombstone. Oh, oh Mike! Tombstone is awesome. It's a western, and it's a great western. It's one of the greatest westerns. It is ever. Val Kilmer's hands down the best thing Val Kilmer ever, ever did. Ever did. Ever did. Better Thank you. Gun. Ever ever. Thank you. Stop me. Turn me off at western. Boom. The, the, country, country, the, the, country, the country music guy hates westerns. <laughs> I never said I hated western. Did he? My brain's gonna explode. <laughs> That's the whole Yo, it's gonna explode. I still got a little more of this movie thing. We got, we got all kinds of music, country and western. <laughs> I'm just a little bit country, and you're a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> a little. <laughs> you saw his guitar, right? <laughs> all right, then. All right, you didn't enjoy your head's really gonna explode because I got more in this movie thing here. Right, the Matrix go. was made worse. By the the subsequent movies that followed. Well, that's oh, that's so, I, no, that, I, I am hundred percent with you on that. That's, that's, a, that's a fact. I okay. also I'll also include Back to the Future and the fact that the original was hurt. Not so much. I think Back to the Future Two was hurt more by Back to the Future Three. I I, I kind of enjoyed I, I, Back to the Future Two. Back to the Future Three was all right. I like Three better than Two. Really? Really? Wow. Now that's they, an unpopular. They, that's they an got, unpopular. They picture. got a cool train. <laughs> Mary Steenburgen was in it. <laughs> was she married dating Ted Danson at the time? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. No, no. This is prior to his blackface with Woody, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, so. The other thing with two and three, they filmed them back to back and like showed them in the same freaking year, so it's kind of yeah. hard to separate them. They even showed a fucking tra- like a trailer for it at the end of Back to the Future too. Yeah, because they were they were filmed that fast. Right. Yeah, that that I mean, two did have a really awesome cliffhanger though. The ending of two. That was a really cool thing. It was a cool cliffhanger, but then it's like, coming next summer. Oh, that. <laughs> I guess he finds him. <laughs> yep. This is in the movie. This is canon. Yep. Somebody please take take over the stick here. Okay. <laughs> you right there? Joe just essentially had to get in position for this. <laughs> for those of you listening right now, <laughs> ginormous build up. This is gonna be. This is gonna disappoint this all of us. No, it, no, this it's not. It better be good. No, 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 Batman does not deserve all the love he gets. Thank you.
no, 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 that's fair. Batman is a meme. He's a meme. He is a meme. He a meme. He is. He. I don't understand why he gets all the love. The guy is so dysfunctional on so many fucking levels. He he actually should be in a loony bin. Yeah. He should be in Arkham with the rest of them. Yes. Not just not just because he's 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 a glorified furry. He's also a negligent father who who endangers the lives of any kid that comes near in contact with him. And he's a rich person that abuses and and imprisons the mentally ill with daddy issues. Yeah. I'm always more of a Superman guy personally. Oh, I am too, but yeah. as you wear your Superman shirt, you're wearing a Man of Steel shirt. That's another po- unpopular opinion. Oh. I like Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, then you're not going to like my next one, then. Oh. <laughs> Let's just go. Just go. 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 Jump in my feet give first. It. Give go. it to me. Superman Returns is a better movie than Man of Steel. Oh! <laughs> you take that back, sir. Before the balls-to-the-wall mayhem of Man of Steel, but after the balls-to-the-wall nonsense of Superman 4, there was the balls-to-the-wall boredom of Superman Returns. Because Man of Steel had no G-Wiz moment, it had no joy of Superman, yeah. it was dark and dour. How can we make Superman more ennui and more angst-ridden? He has to Sup- be more like like Batman. Superman Returns had joy, it had fun, it had Superman saving a fucking plane in his opening that adventure. brought tears to my eyes hell yeah no, I mean I enjoyed Superman Returns I thought it was a great movie I haven't seen Superman and Brandon Routh did such yes Brandon yeah, Routh like, as, a, as an actor I'm, I'm like I want to see it I will get there because I know that Brandon Routh will do Ralph will do a no, much better job Henry Cavill I don't want to get near him his cheekbones are too hard <laughs> they freak me out they are like fucking knife blades <laughs> I don't want that man catching me. He will cut me with his face. <laughs> Let alone the whole, you know, well, he's made of steel, so if he catches me, I will just splatter. Yeah. And Superman it's a Return- chunky salsa. Superman Returns never had anyone telling Superman, don't save those those people. Let them die. Fuck them. <laughs> we want to keep, you want to keep your powers hidden and secret because everybody else can go to hell. Don't let your powers your benefit the world. Being good is bad. Yeah. Here's the isn't thing. That though. is exactly what Pop Camp said. Isn't, isn't that James Gunn's new movie, or was it not James Gunn's? Brightburn. Brightburn. Uh, that James, yeah, James Gunn. Yeah. No, that's not it's James Gunn producing. Yes, yeah, producing. Yeah. He didn't direct it. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, Joe, about Man of Steel, and this actually ties in, Mike, with what you guys are doing on Nerds Unite as one. Which I'm so little hurt. I didn't get invited. I didn't realize you wanted to be there. <laughs> um, I'll do the next countdown, you guys too. Cool. But you guys were counting down the DCEU movies. And it kind of occurred to me, I just finished watching Aquaman. I would so totally put Man of Steel above Aquaman. Nah. Wow. I had way more fun with Aquaman. No, no I had. You know what? That is an unpopular opinion. Because, really? uh, because Aquaman is so much more, is getting so much more love than Man of Steel. And, you know what? It is. But here's the thing. I watched it. I'm like, does this movie know what it wants to be? Because I'm not getting that memo. And Jason Momoa is so much more fun to watch than Henry Yeah, Cameron. but you know yeah. what? Yeah, but Jason watch, Momoa is, is, but, is wine mom fanfic come to life. Yes. I got a meme crush on him. Yes, I'm there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Cavill, again, I will say, knife played bad. Jason Momoa, yes, bring it. I've liked him since Stargate Atlantis. I oh, yeah. I figured, I, oh, yeah. I figured as much, but. 
I'm sorry, I just, I couldn't figure out what the point of Aquaman was. And there was some fun stuff in there. I still haven't seen it. But it's just, it is a... (laughs) I still haven't watched it. It is a bukkake of special effects. (laughs) But they're fun special effects. No, they're not! Dude, that that giant creature at the end is so so awesome. (laughs) I just, I was watching it, I keep going, I was watching it on the flight back from Orlando. I'm sure sure we weren't expecting uh, Jason Momoa and Bukaki being used in the same subject line. Well, some people weren't. (laughs) Okay, alright, somebody else take the the wheel here. Jesus, take the wheel. Just because it's from Japan doesn't mean it's good. Thank you. Tetsuo! I had to explain to my daughter, <laughs> in the Japanese pavilion, because she's like, what's that? That's anime, honey. What's that? That's anime, honey. What's that? That's anime, honey. Do you know anything about anime? No. If you want to know more, please ask Joe or Mike. <laughs> and she's looking at it like, I'm good. <laughs> well, that's because she hasn't seen My Hero Academia. I just, you know, and I, 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 I've said my piece about anime. It's just like you with Game of Thrones. It's, I've tried. I've tried. I fucking managed a video store. It's the second Suncoast reference tonight. <laughs> I've tried. I just. There are some can't. things. Some things I like. Some of it I do enjoy. But there's just so much of it. And it's like, you're going to watch this. And I watch it. And I watch it for 15 minutes. And, oh, you don't think it's funny. Turn it off. And I'm like. It's clearly character-based comedy. I've been watching for 15 minutes. I don't know any of the fucking people. Yep. There's no way I'm going to get this. And and just the, the inundation. And, yeah, that's the one thing I couldn't take about Into the Spider-Verse was, <laughs> Oh, my God. The same thing that you have with Willie from uh, Temple of Doom is yeah, me oh, with just Parker. about... Yeah, Penny Parker. Every single freaking female character just hits me right in the... I do have slightly hypersonic hearing. I, <laughs> I can hear... Um, you know, I can hear the, the Wi-Fi on older devices. I can hear <laughs> alarm systems on older alarm systems at the mall. And so I don't really want to hear... <laughs> I love Penny Parker. Okay. Do you have something else, Mike, or can I drop my next truth bomb here? Well, I got something else, so you can go first. All right. Time to the, the really controversial opinions here. Josh Whedon isn't the end-all, be-all everyone makes him out to be. I will, I will agree with that. I am not a fan he, of Buffy. Man, I his, never got his, into Angel. See, his, love, star his star has fallen. I love, I love Buffy. I think at least the first the first five seasons of show of Buffy still hold up. Angel was quite good. Uh, I like Dollhouse, um, but he Firefly. does have he does Firefly was wonderful, yeah. but he does have a thing that he does over and over and over and over again. He doesn't he hasn't grown much. I don't I don't uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog. Was I, fun. I really enjoyed, but it. I'm not one of these people that like gets super excited. Oh, Josh Whedon's got a new project out. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I was, I was, and even still, I mean, I, I posed the question a few weeks ago on, on uh, Twitter after uh, Endgame came out. Do you think, and I'm not sure, I, was, I don't have a horse in this race at all. Do you think that the first two Avengers movies would have been better had the Russos been involved? Or do you think that Joss Whedon just needed to be there for those two? I think he needed to be there for the first one. Yeah, he set, he set the, you know, he's really good at, at 
the the um, ensemble. He's right. really good at building a solid ensemble, you know, a, giving everybody their moment to shine. That aside, is what aside, he's really good at. And so I was glad when he did Avengers. Aside from Cap's cost, costume choice. Oh my god, that's still the worst costume in the history of the MCU. I like the fact that they bring that back. That <laughs> fucking zipper. Oh my god, there's a visible fucking zipper in that costume. But well, at least in the front of the costume. And, and, and it is America's ass, but you know what? It wasn't doing anything for his ass, you know. No. At least you can know how he freaking pees. It's yeah, not like he's true. painted into it. How the hell does Catwoman in Batman Returns get into and out of that latex outfit? Uh, you have no baby powder. Freaking, you have no freaking idea. No, no because it's not the it. stretchy kind of latex. She made it from a raincoat. <laughs> but <laughs> they needed it for Avengers. <laughs> By like, Age of Ultron, he was kind of burnt out. Yeah. So, and you could kind of see it. Yeah. But can you imagine bringing another one of the M- like one of the better MCU directors in to do Age of Ultron? It doesn't have to be the Russos. Well, it I mean, could have been. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 this is just a pipe dream. Like bringing. Oh, I don't know, Taika Waititi. Yeah, I was or... just imagining what what uh, Age of Ultron directed by Taika Waititi was like. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I don't think it would work. Yeah, no, I don't right. think so either. Fair enough, fair enough. It's just, it was just hypothetical. You you would never have gotten... The, the, the way that they did Hawkeye's storyline in Age of Ultron, that was definitely all Joss. Yeah. That's true. The, the fact, you know, they come up and they're going to do the mind thing on him, and... Hawkeye beats it and is like, nope, been there, done that, not doing that again. And at the end of the movie, he's like, there are robots and this and that, and I've got a bow and arrow, and I'm going out there anyway. That is also really, really Joss. Yeah. So I think I think Hawkeye shines in that movie, and I think Joss is why. Oh, Hawkeye's, really, Hawkeye's relationship with both Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver is fantastic yeah. in that yes. movie. Nobody and would Wilson, know. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's, who's got another one? I, I will we'll just keep going on that for one more second. I will say that I'm if, when Joss Whedon comes out with a new project, I'm interested in checking it out, but I'm not like falling over myself saying, "Oh, it's going to be fantastic." I'm, just, I'm not going to immediately buy into it. Yeah, and, and, and but yeah, Cabin in the Woods is also amazing. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, it's a horror um, movie. So don't bother yeah. Mike. Speaking of which, uh, Verbal Diorama is coming that one next. Kay. So let's do it. All right. Cool. Anyway. Next, somebody, somebody. I got, I got. Pink Floyd's The Wall is overplayed. Every yeah. time, at this point, yeah. anything from the wall comes on the fucking radio. I'm like, again, you played this yesterday. You played it the day before. <laughs> I've been listening to this for thirty years. I'm done. Take a week off. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't listen to the radio anymore. No, I don't either. This is why I pay for Spotify. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I listen, a, yeah, I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks, and I listen to Spotify at work. And there's not a fucking bit of Pink Floyd on any of it. There you go. <laughs> nice. There you go. But sometimes I'm listening. You know, I'd listen to the radio for a little bit on the way into work because I want to hear Men from Maine jokes. And um, well, if you're listening to the classic rock stations, of course you're gonna. That's it's all. Eighties. It's eighties and more. But yeah. It's, well, one hundred five point seven is now just eighties. They don't do classic rock. No, they do classic rock. Well, that's, 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 that's rock yeah. I listened to Lauren and Wally as a child. Yeah. Lauren is still there. Wally just does the men for main jokes. All right, who's got something? What do you got, Mike? I got one more. Yep. Return to Oz is better than Wizard of Oz. Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's a... That's, you are throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, he is throwing down the gauntlet. 
Now, I want to just point out, as someone who... Uh, I, I appreciate the, the original Wizard of Oz. I don't love it like some people do. My friend Kathy Jones has, like, a shrine. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And half of that was just kind of like, oh, you like the Wizard of Oz? Here's some stuff. It's like my mother with salt and pepper shakers. My mom never liked salt and pepper shakers. Somebody found, like, that she had, like, these cute salt and pepper shakers. So, and that was, like, her thing going forward. She begged me to stop getting them for her. But the Wizard... I can appreciate... The Wizard of Oz first place in in cinematic history. Yep. Take that what you will. I know you're not a fan of it. Yeah, you're not a fan of a lot of classic movies, though. Well, the exception of Casablanca. I'm also a fan of. I'm also a fan of Citizen Kane. Not so much for the movie, but for like basically kind of like Wizard of Oz, what, what it did. Right. But, but I thought I think the songs are kind of cloying, except for Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I like that song. All the others could. I don't. I don't care. I can only listen to somewhere over the rainbow if it's if it's sung by a fat Hawaiian guy now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, I don't think any of the actors really do a good job. Uh, I think the vil- the fact that the villain dies with water is stupid. Um, and the story is meh. And you go to Return to Oz, and you have much more complexity on pretty much every level. Well, the, 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 the first movie is a mishmash of a couple different books, and they really didn't stay close to it. They were basically yeah. using it to introduce colored cinema, whereas Return to Oz really stuck to the books. Yeah, and I've, I've actually, I have read uh, at least the first book, uh, the Wizard of Oz book, and I like that one so much more than the movie. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Anybody else? Okay. And I, I, I say this every chance I get, and I will, I will, I will die on this hill. George Harrison is a be- is the best Beatle. And he's a better songwriter than Paul McCartney and John Lennon. <coughs> I got, I got another one. I, I completely agree with you on that. Hold that thought. I'm not big on the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Well, 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 uh, we'll go forth and be nerdful, everybody, because fuck this show from going. <laughs> um, I, I love the point. <laughs> My husband showed me the point. It's on YouTube. Oh. That's fun. Oh. That's a Ringo thing. Wow, though. you really went there, didn't you? Yeah, I, did. I got one. I got to hit back on one of your things in just a second. However, just to touch on Joe's real quick, because I don't want to be rude. Yeah, George Harrison was the best. Was the, was the best Beatle. I even tell my kids that. Like, we, my, Jamie loves the Beatles. And the other day I had to drive him to the doctor's office, and he was like, I want to listen to the Beatles on, in the car. I'm like, yeah, fine. And he's, he always asks me, who played what? Who did this? Who's singing this song? And it's like, yeah, okay, you're really going to hear a lot of John and Paul in this whole thing. But George was the best. Yeah. And I, his I, solo career yielded better songs. And any, I would say that any song, the, all of All Things Must Pass, has better songs in it than the entirety of the John Lennon Paul McCartney collaboration. Yep. Here's the other thing too is that I mean, and, and with without having touched on the benefit that George is dead, mm-hmm. John became a parody of himself very early in the career. The <laughs> the peace and love, the the city, oh, yeah. the the Yoko, the Yoko ness of it all really made him a parody. Paul McCartney needs to retire. <laughs> George Harrison. Put out a great spectrum of music for 20 years and then stopped. And then was, he died 10 years later. But there was also an authenticity to George's music right. that is severely lacking in Lennon and McCartney. But he also picked his friends well, too. 
Oh God! Yeah. George Eric had Clapton. great collaborations. Well, except, except, whereas, except for Eric Clapton, you know, stealing his wife and everything. Well, yeah, they they, they seem to get along fine. They went on tour a few years later. Yes, they did. Um. All right. No, go, I'm going back to Mike now. All right, about the Wizard of Oz thing. I think Wicked is overrated. Yes. Thank you. I enjoy Wicked. I read there are three Wicked. really good songs in Wicked, and that's it. I've never seen the show. I read the book. The book sucks. Somebody gave me Son of a Witch for Christmas twice, two years in a row. Gave me the card cover and the paperback. So I was like, okay, I'll get Wicked, I'll read it. It sucks. But then I can actually read Son of a Witch. It sucks more. I don't even remember Son of a Witch. <laughs> and it's not like, I was sober when I read it. So it's not even like I have an excuse. <laughs> I blocked it. It was just bad. Actually, the only song on Wicked I'm not a big fan of is um, the one sung by the wizard. Yeah. Uh, I really don't like that song. I just, All the others, I, I really It's just enjoy. one of those things that it just, it's, it's... You it, don't like it because it was popular. <sighs> no, I, no, it's not because of that. That it's is popular. A t- popular. Yeah, it's, it's gotta popular. be popular. That's actually one of the good songs in it. Stop it. By the way, stop that. <laughs> part, of, part of it is there's always a show running on Broadway that is, it's... People won't shut the fuck up about it. Rent. I think Rent is horrifically overrated. Oh, God. And yes. I know I can hear Julie Murphy now going... They can Sorry, hear gasp all the way from here. Yeah, Rent... Rent. Rent. Raj, you know, what's his name? Um, Mark is a horrible person. Mark is the period worst Everybody period. in that wow. Everybody in that show was horrible, though. When we, when we talked about musicals, yeah. we, we agreed on, on yeah. our opinion on that whole thing. Absolutely. Wicked is just one of these things that, you know, again, it's that people won't shut the fuck up about it. Yep. I know a show like that. Game of Thrones. Well, you've got one episode <laughs> left, Mike, okay? We're recording this prior to episode six. You could just get off this this holier than the bandwagon until the last episode is over. This is which, TV. It's not a musical. Okay. Which I just want to point out one thing, which is <laughs> that would be the fucking yeah. How <laughs> awesome would a game of Thrones musical be? They did that actually. Did they do that Saturday Night Live? No, they, Chris Martin did a um, a thing for Red Nose Day about two two or three oh, years that's ago. Right. Yes, he was auditioning. Yeah, he everybody. was auditioning everybody to do uh, songs. Oh yes, With Kid, yeah, Kid Harrington. Yeah, oh, but, it's brilliant. Could you lend me a hand? Cause I've only got one. I miss my fingers. Your son, are you thinking about Joffrey? Such a spirited lad. I was his uncle, I was also his dad. Around the world, my heart had to roam. Now I'm looking for something a little closer to home. It is absolutely brilliant. That's right. Okay. All right. Anyway, and so so I, I just want to point say something like really meta right now is like kind of ties into the theme of the show is like 
having an unpopular opinion is all well and good. Being a douchebag about it and wearing it as a yeah. badge of honor, again, just makes you a douchebag, okay? Yeah. It doesn't make you cool or hip or edgy or anything like that. It just makes you a dick. Right. All right? Quit being an edgelord over you don't like what other people want. Right, exactly. It's called it being hipster, and hipsters are never cool. You know, yeah. Like they were said, cool before having, cool. having an unpopular opinion, <laughs> having your own opinion, that's fine. Yeah, we'll make fun of you, and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, don't, just, be a, don't be a dick, okay? Yeah. Let people enjoy what they enjoy. You know, like, listen to us disagreeing with each other about stuff, telling right. we're, each other we're wrong, and then we continue to hang out and be friends. Exactly. I, it's not like I went out and slashed all your tires earlier, right. you know? Wait, where were you earlier when you went upstairs? Uh, I was outside slashing your tires. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Just ignore the sugar in the gas tank. That was all Mike. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, I like my sugar. Thank you very much. No, anybody, no. anybody got anything else here? No, I, I've got, I have one more, but... I've got one really obscure thing. Go. This is, actually, this is actually a board game card game comment. Whoa, okay. Dominion is a game that's only fun for power gamers. It is not something you can just pick up and play with your friends because nobody's going to be able to figure it the fuck out. It sucks. I hate it. I never want to play it again. I don't have a copy in my house because it is wretched. Who hurt you, Catherine? So Dominion. Many so many people. It is a, it have is, an apple tart. I don't like apple tart, but okay. thank you. Um, I'll bring blueberry next time. Okay. I don't like that either. I don't like fruit pies. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, they're, they're, they're putting together a fruit pie club at my office, and I'm left... That's an unpopular opinion, because pie is the best dessert ever. It's, what does John Oliver say? It's bread, it's, it's fruit, goo. it's goo. <laughs> so there's my other unpopular opinion. I don't like fruit pie. But back to Dominion. Dominion's a deck-building game, so the idea is that it's kind of like playing Magic the Gathering, only you have to build your deck one card at a time, round by round, while everybody else does it faster and better and kicks your ass. <laughs> That's what kind of sucks about Magic the Gathering, is that basically if you buy, if you have more money and spend more money on buying cards, right. you can be everybody else. Yeah, right. which is why we only play with people that play for fun and not to win tournaments and like, oh, I bought this $500 card. Okay, yeah, you're not an interesting, fun person. Yeah, you're a 50-year-old, uh, like, trolling 13-year-olds. Go. No, these home. are 13-year-olds, you know, they're, they're from Acton and Boxborough and Maynard and they're spending their parents' money on this shit. Hello, Thor, this, this is Thor, God of War. God of War. <laughs> I swear to God, I will throw a thunderbolt down to the parents' basement where you live. <laughs> Alright. I've got one more here, and this really is kind of like seems minor league after all the yelling and screaming we've done, but that really well, failed. We'll, we'll make it work. Okay. I was, I was thinking this will definitely hit Joe, though. The inclusion of Matthew McConaughey or Keanu Reeves just is not enough for me to give a fuck and buy a ticket. What the fuck, man? No, no, no wait a second. I, you know what? Because I have a, I, my, one of my assistant managers at work is like, oh, McConaughey's in that movie. It's awesome. No, it's not. You can never get me to go to a movie because Matthew McConaughey's in it. John Wick. Yeah, what's wrong with you? What, how can you not like John Wick? I just, you know what? The thing is, it's Keanu Reeves. And I understand he's a phenomenal human being. I understand he's done a lot of great stuff. I just don't give a fuck about his movies. But they, oh. He's like Tom okay. Cruise to me. I always feel like oh. watching. Oh, what? no, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 is, no, no, no. He is not the Christ of his weirdo fucking outdoor church founded by fucking Dianetics. Right. Okay? You know, at least at least he's really a good person. Right, no, but I'm not, not saying... I'm saying their acting styles are very similar, where it's like, I'm not watching Keanu Reeves or Tom Cruise playing a character. I'm watching Keanu Reeves or Tom Cruise playing Keanu Reeves or Tom Cruise playing somebody. 
Yeah, which is, and, and one of the things I enjoyed, like, when I saw Speed, one of the things I loved was that when he had to emote, he, they had him meaningfully turn his face away from the camera until he gets himself together, and then he can turn back to camera. And I'm like, oh, they figured out that he can't emote well. My popular opinion, the best performance in Speed is Jeff Daniels. Everybody else in that movie, including Sandra Bullock, sucks. I was just but, explaining how they did well. By I, but the thing is, but, that, but that's the thing, that's not the point of the John Wick movies. It's not an emotional kind of acting. It's, they, it plays... It's like Dave Bautista playing um, Drax. 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 You you play to your strength. He's a he's perfect for Drax because it's Dave Bautista. You're not expecting an Oscar right. worthy. Perf- well, it's the same thing with the John Wick movies. It plays to his strength as an actor. Yes, Keanu Reeves' acting uh, skills peaked in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You just go straight to hell, Mike. Just go. Um, to- does anybody else want to go see Bill and Ted Three with me? And hell yeah! Woo hoo! That won't be coming out for another year. Don't Still care. Going. We're gonna play it. I will say though, going. that is on the roulette wheel of movies to show Scarlet. Nice. So yes, we have a roulette wheel because Scarlet's oh. turning eleven. Okay. Excellent. And it just entered the. My, here's the my keys. unpopular opinion: Bogus Journey's better than Excellent Adventure. Oh. I didn't mind Bogus Journey, but I didn't think it was better than Excellent. No. I liked Rapping Death though. Yes, that was cool. See, see, th- that's what I, I think. yeah. Bill, uh, Bill Sadler, Bill Sadler is the Grim Reaper. He was, I, he was the definitely the shining point of Bill Sadler. I'll never not see him not doing Taekwondo naked in, in a hotel room from uh, Die Hard Two. <laughs> have you seen Shawshank Redemption? I have. You know he's in Shawshank. Redemption. I understand that. I still see him as being in naked, <laughs> doing naked Taekwondo and Die Hard Two, Die Harder. Well, if that's your problem. You watch Die Hard Two, Die Harder. No, twice in the theater. <laughs> wow, <laughs> twice. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I was, was I had expendable cash and no girlfriend. It was easy to go to the movies on my own. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, is that it, guys? Did we did we clean I up? So. Did we clean up this? Did we? Are we? Have we come to Jesus in some way, shape, or form here? For now, but I think we might have to do this episode again someday. I, I, I think agree. We're gonna have to do another one because we had too much fun. There was and good. so did our people. Thank you. Yes, yes. thank you again. I keep, thank, I keep thanking you, but you no, know, no, wow. no, really. Thank I can't you. thank you guys yeah. enough, everybody. Matt, hey, thanks for going to the computer and typing this out, too. I haven't done that on my phone. What you did, man, was amazing. Yes. So, yeah. So, after this episode, we begin our summer podcast series, because it'll be June by the time a new podcast comes out. We're going to lighten things up a little. We are definitely going to lighten things up. In fact, we're going to lighten them up and add a little touch of salt, because we... Salt and vinegar. Our our food... Our annual food episode, we are going to be covering potato chips. Or so many. Or, because we're so popular in England now, crisps. Crisps, um, crisps that kill Joe. And, and you, guys, you, you guys thinking that you're going to do an episode about potato chips, think it seems kind of lame, but no, we, the talk that we had before this episode, you have no idea. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it is going to be amazing. We're going to talk about the- different flavors, stuff that we've discovered. We're going to, we should all bring chips. Yeah. All bring chips. There's going to be a lot more crunching on, like, deliberate crunching <laughs> yeah, on the microphone. We will not be useful. hiding it. We will not try, attempt to yes, hide it. Yes, like exactly. We do. So if you have a favorite flavor, if you have a favorite brand, if there's one that you'll just throw down and beat somebody for liking, um, we, yeah. should, we should do a crunch test and just test different test different um, potato chips and just crunch them right close to the microphone. Kettle wins every single time. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's just no Okay, so, so we've done that. But yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. And we do it all the time on the show anyway because we're just unprofessional as fuck. Um, <laughs> so anyway, if you have a favorite uh, potato chip uh, flavor, uh, brand, something that you've ha- you have that you that you alone love 
or you alone have discovered and you need to let us know about, please send us uh, an email at radio at gmail.com. Uh, you can post that on Facebook at Geeksalad Podcast or on Twitter at Geeksalad Radio. Our entire archive is available at geeksalad.podbean.com. You can download the Podbean app for the full archive. You can also check us out at Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Music. And you can check out our entire archive as well at, uh, at YouTube under the heading Geek Salad Podcast. You can also check out exclusive video content that we put out every week. Uh, we do movie reviews pretty much every week. Julie from One Little Spice uh, filled in for me while I was away at Disney. Thank you. Yeah, we were going to do two, but uh, she kept missing the first one. So. That's what happens. Yeah. I understand completely. So we'll have a new one up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is everything. I didn't leave anything out the same, did I? Nope. Nope. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. And be nice to each other. Yellow That makes the world go round. You can make me just like you. Can't make you just like me I guess the best that we can do Is just to let each other be Everyone's a little bit different Everybody that I see Everyone's a little bit different That's okay with me Everyone's a little bit different Black, white, red, yellow, brown Everyone's a little bit different That makes the world go round Go home and put some water in Buck Nasty's mama's dish. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs>